everyone, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Fortnite Drop-In. Where are we dropping today? I'm Dennis, joined by my brother and co-host and fellow nerd jock blogger, Adam. Adam, how are you doing today? Hello, fellow bots. I'm doing pretty good. So tell us about the conclusion of season eight, because as we were discussing before the show, it sounds like you caught quite the event. Yeah, um, last weekend during the week six duos, I just was like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like playing some Fortnite myself. So I hopped into the lobby and I was seeing if I could rank up and get a few more hype points because, uh, I don't know, we we're kind of like pro-ams or that's the skill level we want to aspire to. So I was trying to get to the contender rank, which I have achieved. And uh, so was my brother, he's a little bit uh, ahead of me on that. I uh, don't know if we'll get to 300 hype points before uh, qualifications is over, but we're we're getting better. So anyways, I was trying to do that when i discovered that the only mode was uh had some weird name but it was the only mode available apparently it was the live event uh it was the unvaulting that's what it was called it was called the unvaulting so i clicked on it I'm like fine i'll do this uh weird group uh unvaulting thing and uh, the game started out like a normal like team rumble uh but it was like 50 versus 50 now I was falling, I was collecting stuff, and then all of a sudden there was like an explosion. I guess it came from Loot Lake, and the screen started filling up with white, and just went completely white, and then I was up in the white, and then I was falling down, <laughs> and uh, and then all of a sudden I was in this like weird room with a desk and a computer, uh, a, a big white ball towards the end of the room and then there's these like six pillars and each pillar had a different like item on it and apparently there was an airplane and a few other things and the drum gun and uh, a gun called the bouncer the infinity blade and airplanes that I didn't really know what I was doing so but I just saw a mass of people uh, taking their pickaxes and going just absolutely crazy for to try to bring the drum gun back but i didn't know that that's what that was was going to happen i know that's that's what i was doing so i was over on something else and like you would jump up and you'd float and you could still hit the 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 pillar with the item that was like frozen in the middle of it so i didn't know that i was live voting with every uh 50 point <laughs> whack i did to the pillar because hmm. if i did i would have been doing whatever it took to get airplanes back because I really like airplanes, and I feel like they're less disruptive to the game than ballers are. Even though I use ballers as a tool to uh, gain height points, I felt like planes were more fun, and it was easier to shoot down planes than it is to... Like, if you see a plane, you can't just fly around a plane and hope to get... Because uh, you're constantly moving or you crash. Like, whereas a baller, you can just kind of hang out, and then you can use that speed boost, and it's kind yeah, of... Vehicle, We're not so. uh, fans of the hashtag revert movement, but we are certainly fans of the air battles. Yeah, so that that was fun. But so, anyways, I just went with the sheep and got the drum gun, which I really like the drum gun. It's uh, it shoots out the bulls pretty quickly. Uh, I did read in the season nine notes that they reduced it showing up from 16% of the time to like 7 point whatever percent of the time. So I think that's fair because it, it is a really powerful weapon. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, they, if you don't have great aim. Yeah, and, so I think... 
but uh, anyway, so after that happens, all the other pillars uh, all of a sudden fell down, and but this one uh, like shattered, and the drum gun went to like the middle and spun around, and then we were all dropped from the sky again. And then you you looked over at the volcano, and the volcano was erupting, which was wild to see that they would do that live in game. But yeah, the volcano was erupting. Uh, there was bits exploding out, and then I was like, kind of flying around looking at the volcano, and I saw a big chunk blast go over and hit what looked like Retail Row, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so they just destroyed Retail Row. That probably won't be there for season nine. And then uh, there was a couple other explosions, and then after I saw it, I saw some replays, which which is cool because like on Ninja Stream, I could see my character, my red and black. Lux as floating up tapping the uh drum gun That's cool. so but uh yeah so anyways the big event was uh there were four big blasts at the end and it just uh completely nuked uh tilted which was really interesting to see tilted tower in ruins like we played we did duos once and it wound up going over there and just seeing all the like rubble and stuff actually that was retail row when we did that and we had a decent little showing there um but yeah, it was interesting to see like the live changes. So they nuked it, and then season nine, of course, spoiler alert, um, Tilted Tower they rebuilt as Neo Tilted, and uh, there's a mall where Retail Row was. So it was kind of interesting to see like that, and then the volcano they're harnessing the inner. It's like a power plant now. Like they saw yeah. the volcano, but it's being the lava is being harnessed for power. So just being a part of that by accident was kind of funny, and it was awesome to see. Like that's what I like about Fortnite the most is the live game, and so they'll do some of the live edits and live events uh, for people. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's could... really cool that it's a living game. I'm gonna definitely have to try to make sure to tune in when season nine ends. Uh, during the overtime period to check that out to see what they do the next time. Um, but yeah, that kind of leads into, yeah, the season nine has begun, which means there's update 9.0. Um, not going to read the patch notes, but some interesting things that stood out to me um, and some big things in season nine, um, but they've changed. Um, the buried tre treasure has been vaulted. The pump shotgun is vaulted. And the clinger grenades have been vaulted, which they also unvaulted grenades. So that's interesting. I was I was a big fan of that. I like the grenades. Yeah, the grenades are definitely fun. And um, one of the more, they, one of the big things they've added is these the system called slipstreams, where there's basically big air fans that you can jump into and then travel around like they're like a loop system. It's kind of Kind of it's like fast travel. It's kind of like zip lines, but not linear. Yeah, that's what they. I think they added those instead of and when they vaulted the balloons. I feel like that was a good like counterbalance. Yeah, so it's uh, you can jump in one of those and zip around. Um, but yeah, they added slipstreams and um, air vents, where are basically gusts that launch you up. They're basically launch pads, is what they are. Yeah. The other thing. So just looking over the patch notes, uh, the combat shotgun, I got that and it looks very similar to the pump shotgun. Apparently you don't have to pump it. Like it's, you can just click it and it doesn't have, you don't have to pump it before you shoot again. So it's quicker than the normal shotgun. Yeah, but actually right before we began recording this, I just uh, did a quick solo match and 
got an elimination with it and it it kind of threw me off because it's a very quick fire gun yeah it's not what you're used to yeah it, it's yeah it's a very quick shotgun i think it's got less of a spread on it but it's got more you can probably i think tag someone from further away based on the way the stats look like but i haven't played enough with it to, to know for sure um but yeah I, is there anything else in the patch notes that you felt like stood out or anything that they've changed in season nine that you're upset about yeah i'm not really upset about much um let's see they vaulted what did they vault and yeah, we're we're very much team moving forward. We are not hashtag. Reverse. I'm glad they vaulted the scope revolver. That sucked. Yeah, I, that was one I was glad to see go because it was a gun that I just never. I got to the point where I just didn't pick it up. And, and they vaulted the thermal assault rifle. I thought felt like that gun was broken all the time. Every time I saw a heat a heat map of a person and shot at it, uh, it, it uh, there was some something weird about that. I didn't like it. I don't think it, it never really worked well for me. Yeah, so. and that's one of those the guns that I think was originally OP that they kind of nuked so much to where it became worthless. And I, I just got no use out of it ever. Anything with the scope that wasn't a sniper rifle, in my opinion, stinks. Um, so yeah, and then kind of moving forward past that, um, we obviously have been following the Fortnite World Cup pretty closely. And actually some interesting news came out this week with a pro player being disqualified from the cup finals for cheating. Now that headline is a bit misleading because um, the player Damien XXIF was, Ziff. yeah, Ziff was caught colluding with other players. And I did go back and watch the video and it is pretty evident where these two other players land right next to him and just, and these are all pro players playing in the Fortnite world cup. They just completely neglect that there's a player there and he just walks right up and kills them. Like they kind of tried to make it look like it wasn't, but they landed at the same spot and it was towards the, that they, they knew how, where they were in the standings based on height points. And these two guys or players, I'm going to call them cause they're, they're not even 18. Um, these two players dropped in right next to uh, Ziff and it was kind of pre-orchestrated on what they were doing. And then, uh, died and it happened like they it was right at the very beginning of the game where they dropped in so it was definitely uh suspicious behavior and then uh he got some backlash after somebody had clipped it and showed like hey this is kind of weird um because this guy ziff needed to get into in order to qualify in order to get to the top six he needed uh some to get some points and like if you have two guys that you happen to be in the same um, game with at the same time, you can kind of re it so you get their their points by knocking them off. So you get two elimination points right off the jump. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. So um, this but, is I, I want to read the quote from um, Epic Ziff. Oh, okay. So he some so some dude uh, shout out Twitter handle RBK High Sky. Uh, that's the video clip that we we saw where it was it was obvious like we're we play the game enough to know um, when when something looks fishy like that. So, w- watching the video, you can see that 
what we just described. And so uh, Ziff got on Twitter after that and said, yes, I know who Bad and Wooji is, but I also know half the people playing in the qualifiers. I'm bound to run it into people that I know or have played against before. I had no idea he was going to land there and have no control over where he chooses to land. But in one out of ten games I played, he chose to land in the same spot as me. So they, just to reiterate, you play ten games on – the qualifying days and yep. that's whatever your score is after that is how what is determined who makes the the world cup so anyways so it was towards it was i think it was game number 10 it was towards the end of the day and he totally got them to lay down because they weren't going to have enough points the other guys weren't going to have enough points to qualify and Ziff had a chance. So then he goes on and calls out another player. He goes, and for people saying uh, Jesse is my friend or that I'm good friends with him, I'm not. Whatever uh, Jesse did during whatever Jesse did during the World Cup qualifiers and his actions have nothing to do with me. He is a 14 year old who has seen me play in Toronto lands. Uh, I'm 22 years old. Getsy landing on me is as good as any fan landing on their favorite streamer or pro player. I'm innocent and we'll leave it up to Epic Games to review the situation. So yeah, that's what Epic yeah, did. So they Epic, reviewed it. Yeah. And Epic and, reviewed it and said, Nope, you definitely colluded and all three of you are suspended for fourteen days from co- competitive competition. So, and will be they they were ineligible for any week three prizes and Ziff got his qualification revoked. And if they find that they're cheating again in uh, other weeks, like either during their suspension, if they're playing under another name, they'll be permanently banned from competition. And uh, yeah, so if they get caught cheating again, basically they have it's like two strikes. You get that for Epic will give you. Um, a warning suspension shot and uh, f- make you forfeit your prize winnings and any qualifications. So, uh, and this happened during week three. Yeah. I mean, um, the, it may seem like a small thing, but um, when you go back and if you look at the, I mean, the, the, the prize money, even if you don't qualify, the prize money is still pretty significant. I mean, even the, whoever gets 200th in the week, in a qualifier round gets $300. So even if you, even with these other two guys, I mean, that's 300 bucks that they didn't get if they were in the top 200. Um, and yeah. You're top and top, top six, like six is like $5,000, isn't it? Top six is um, at $2,000. Yeah. So that, I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. And if, and if, these, if these are pro gamers and this is how they make their living, that's, that's a pretty big, it's gonna be hard to pay the mortgage that month. Yeah, that's like losing a paycheck. Unless you're 14, then I guess you're just not buying a Bentley this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah, interesting. But yeah, it's, uh, when you're talking about this kind of money that they're just throwing around, yeah, need to be on on top of it because if you get caught cheating, there's too many eyes on, there's too much money for eyes not to be on these people and making sure people are on on the up and up. so yeah, um, but we, yeah, last week was week four of the World Cup, and we watched the. No, it was week five actually. Oh, this week five, was, yeah. Week five was duos. Yeah. So, and the week five duos competition. Um, this was actually our first. It was my first experience watching competitive multi, tournament multiplayer tournaments where you've got teams of duos or 
trios or whatever. But yeah, it's for the World Cup. It's just solo and duo. And man, these players are like it's like watching an orchestra. The way they communicate with each other and the way they collaborate on double teaming on people. It's it's amazing. Yeah, the the wide view uh, view for the broadcast was a little more interesting during duos than it was uh, solo because during duos, you can see the two players on screen kind of work together and uh, move. And there was, I watched a lot of Ninja and reverse 2k. That's what I remember from last week. It's been a week since I watched it. So uh, it was interesting to see how they reacted and they're kind of following each other. And uh, there was one where, uh, one of the players was low on health and they came over the top of one of them uh, of the guys below and one guy just like immediately dropped down and was attacking him from one from one angle and the other guy was shooting him from the top so it kind of forced the guy to be uh, hit with two different people and the aggressive play i think i want to say it was reverse 2k and ninja but it might have been uh tifu but the, the guy just dropped like instantly uh, took took the fall damage and was able to uh, get the drop on the guy that was on the ground. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, and the other thing they do is a lot of times I saw this move a couple times where they'll use a they'll drop down and then kind of bait someone to chase them as they're dropping down, and then they'll use a rift and then pop up right on top of them. Oh yeah, the, the use of rifts are amazing. It's hot, very high level or high skill level. Yeah, and I I sometimes struggle just to get my fingers to do the right thing to get the right item selected, let alone being able to do it as quickly as they do. Yeah, I I have a game like I look when I'm playing the game, I'm like, okay, I have these five weapons in my loadout, but when it comes to like being in the final ten, like I I freeze up, I panic a little bit. So to stay cool under pressure and uh, click over to the right weapon or you know use the right like usually using a shadow bomb at the right time and things of that nature uh watching the pros you can see why they're uh so much better than you are yeah and then um kind of the the recap of the and actually i'm I'm going through i'm on um i'm looking at the the final standings that actually was it was week four the duos we're recording on sunday it's week five now currently um but the the number one position got 99 points which going through the going through the week by week in different regions usually like the mid 80s is what it takes to win so a score of 99 by zat and saf is amazing the fact that and they got the first place prize which was ten thousand dollars um but yeah it's it's insane they they qualified for the world cup yes uh second place was uh brush and says lucky uh, I don't really know, remember much about their games. I'm not sure if they were highlighted or yeah. not. I remember seeing Sis Lucky. Um, and then Cease and Elevate uh, last week with uh, solos, uh, they were pretty impressive, uh, especially Cease. Uh, but seeing Cease and Elevate work together this week instead of, because last week they were competing against each other in a couple games. So to see how they work together, I think they're one of the groups where one of the guys will focus on building and editing while the other guy is focusing on getting eliminations early. And then when you get to about where there's like five or six uh, groups left, then they both start going in for the hunt. Yeah. But it was kind of interesting to see uh, some of the teamwork. And uh, it was really interesting is I'm sure 
that when they get a knockdown, they'll communicate to the other teammate like, hey, they're over here, they're knocked down. And so I've seen that a couple times where the guy rotates around to the other side and uh, is able to get a, a quick couple of eliminations that way. So it was interesting to see uh, them pinch uh, each other's teammates. But, yeah, so the qualifiers were uh, Zayton Saf, Brush and Lucky in third place from FaZe was Nate Hill and Funk. And I bet you didn't know that was the FaZe logo, did you? I did not know that, but I'm yeah. coming over as yeah, the FaZe clan. Yeah, okay, yeah, there's Cloak and Tifu. Okay, they finished sixth. I was going to say, like, they were yeah, really they highlighted a lot. Like, I can't believe they didn't get like, top three. They were th- high level. Yeah. yeah, the separation between uh, third place and uh, the rest of the top ten. Third place, which is the last qualifier for the World Cup, had 85 points. Tenth place at 78. So, like, it was just like yeah, let, uh, an elimination here and there would have got you into – like, it was that close. Around is what it comes down to. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and uh, I think Zayt, yeah, Zayt and Saf weren't they the guys that that so they won, but they had a round after they they got two victory rounds back to back, and then I think it was round three or four they finished dead last. So that's how crazy this this game is. Like they were able to fight out of getting zero points in one round. They, actually, they finished dead last. This was their best. Or at least Zat's best finish. Um, his previous best finish was seventh, and that was in solo. His best duo finish was um, actually week two. He got twenty second. So it looks like he is trending up. Yeah, Zayton Saf. The, the the best they've done is twenty second, and then they just won. So they're uh, peaking at the right time, is what it looks like to me. Um, and then just kind of another player I'd like to highlight. Tfue is only 22 years old. His name is Turner Tinney. And he has, oh, he won week three's qualifier. And he is a, he's mostly a solo player, but he is high skill. Yeah, Ninja, or sorry, Ninja in reverse 2K finished 14th. And they had a couple uh, high kill games. And, oh, those are both. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit more than I expected. Um, Ninja and Reverse 2K were at uh, 14th. And then Grove and uh, Scientist were 15th. And seeing them, I, I love the way the way these guys, these two teams work. Like uh, Grove has, he's got a very distinct look with his character with the cape and the blue and yellow mm-hmm. look that he's got. I really like the way like he goes about playing this game. Um, he is very – he plays with pace. Like if you're going to think of uh, another sports analogy, uh, he kind of plays like Jamal Tinsley or if, where he, he, he goes at a very slow pace, but he's very uh, technical, and that's how he's able to score points. And – and, and move like he, he waits until like he stays at a very high level or high ground is what I should say. He, his builds are up really high. He kind of assesses the situation down below him. And then when it gets to uh, the top 10, that's when he becomes an assassin and he'll get a bunch of kills at the end of the game. Like that's how he gets victory vows. So part of that I think will hurt him and NA East because you need to get you need to have some high kill count games in order to finish in the top mm-hmm. six. Um, 
but yeah, him and scientists have pretty good chemistry. And then uh, Ninja in Reverse 2K, like I said, they, I'm pretty sure it was them. They, they have, you can tell how they move around the board or the lobby, how they move around the lobby, that they have really good communication skills. They just weren't able to get enough victory rounds or eliminations this time uh, to finish in the top three. So they haven't qualified yet, but don't feel sorry for them. They made $1,800. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's feeling sorry for Ninja. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I don't. I didn't take as much notes for our World Cup qualifiers as I did in our last podcast, but it was just just wanted to quickly uh, go over what was happening in, comp- in the competitive aspect of uh, Fortnite. So, what what were you uh, looking? What, you've dabbled a little bit in season nine. Uh, I'm sure not as much as as we did in season eight, cause we don't have the battle passes this season. Right. But, uh, Neo tilted, uh, there's lots of metal. There's a lot more metal and I've only been in Neo tilted a couple times. So I was in a giant building that felt like it was like 12 to 15 stories high. I, there's less buildings, but there's different, um, kind of the playing field is more tiered. Like there's different terrain, like not terrain, but there's different like balconies and more, open areas at different levels that kind of changes the way tilted played before completely whereas before you kind of would get in a building try to get to a high ground and dominate from the high ground is kind of how you could approach it or i don't think eliminations will happen as frequently as they did in neo tilted versus uh tilted towers because neo tilted there's a lot more doors and ways to close off and um, I still haven't found the arcade room, so I don't even know if you can play arcade games or if there's just arcade machines somewhere. I don't know. But there's a lot of interesting stuff there, and it changes up like the fast, quick kills when you first land there. Right. At least that's what I've, I've experienced. Yeah, the couple times I've landed there, it's I've not instantly gotten shot in the head, which is what used to happen when I first was experiencing Tilted. So it's definitely definitely changes the way it gets played. Um, but yeah, I've I've enjoyed season nine so far. I think actually not having the battle pass this season has helped me concentrate on just trying to get those hype points to get to that qualifier. Which yeah, is, we're not distracted by the challenges anymore. We're we're looking to get better, improve at the game. So we're gonna go from being mediocre to average to slightly above average. Yes. We we've uh, watched some videos and uh, have we since we play on the Switch, we have play it. We're controller players, so getting the the joystick settings and the turbo build settings, uh, I think has helped us a little bit. I mean, I think you've gotten uh, some more eliminations, and also just having turbo build uh, on keeps you alive. Yeah, keep, you you survive longer. You learn so, how to build. You can build faster where you're not so methodical with your building, which you can't be you have to be methodical, but you have to do it quickly. Whereas if you're just manually placing each piece, it gets to be you yeah. just can't once you get to that the final 15 or so in a solo game, you're you're done. You're, there's nothing you can do. One thing I have learned since watching competitive Fortnite is once you uh box yourself in with uh, a building is using the sneaky peek windows so you can use the windows 
to look out and see what is coming at you instead of just being like without any protection. So this way you're protected by the structures and you, like I do the windows, see what's going around. And if there's nothing over there, I immediately do the double edit, edit it back into a wall and then uh, walk over to one of my other walls and see if I can see something. Yeah. And, and the game I played today, I was able to, I edited out, I edited out uh, the right corner of the pyramid uh, capper thing. I don't know what that structure is called, but that's what I call it. And I was able to see three people running around and I was able to knock down somebody uh, with my boom bow. And before I would have just waited there or been on the ground, like running, chasing them and I uh, would have died instantly. And instead what happened was I got sniped from, I have no idea where, <laughs> but uh, it, it definitely made things a little more interesting because I think it was the fourth storm shrinkage. So there wasn't very many of us left. And so I was able to get somebody with just watching uh, competitive Fortnite. So yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I like playing the game. Um, look forward to um, nerdjockblog.com. That's N-E-R-D, jock, J-O-C-K, blog.com. We are going to be expanding our shop or putting, focusing more on our shop. So uh, be alert and on the lookout for season nine related merch and bot related merch since we know we're not pros and we kind of like to have fun with that. Yes. So yeah, we'll be, why don't you just right now stop what you're doing, go to your browser, go to nerdjockblog.com slash market slash 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 no just go to, no there's a there's a tab called store click it bookmark whatever that url is and just check it out you know every couple of days and see if we've got any new merch up there for you but anyway thanks for listening to another episode of fortnite drop-in we're now available on your favorite podcast apps please write a review and help spread the word visit our blog once again that's nerdjackblog.com or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash nerdjockblog33. And take pride in being eliminated at Neo Tilted. <laughs>